0: Volatility, uncertainty, complexity. This is the work environment that is our reality. What will leaders need to know to be successful in the future? Who will they need to be to build team member commitment? How will they need to show up to create a motivating environment for their people? Welcome to the Sal Sylvester on the Future of Leadership podcast, a dialogue about how leaders will need to adapt to be successful in a rapidly changing world. And now... Please join your host and executive producer, Sal Sylvester, to engage in the conversation about the future of leadership and how to transform people into confident leaders. As you may know from our last episode on how to communicate in times of crisis, we are interrupting season two of this podcast to provide a few tangible, actionable tools to help leaders during these difficult times. Hi, I'm Sal Sylvester from 512 Solutions Consulting Group and Coach Metrics. Thank you for joining me today. I know that many of you are feeling isolated from your employees right now. You're trying to work productively from home, maybe with a spouse or a partner who's also trying to do the same thing. And on top of that, we're all trying to get our kids through their homeschooling classes. It can feel like you aren't doing anything right now. And if that's the way you feel, I get it. Uh, The other night, I finished a conversation with my wife, Rachel, and I walked upstairs to get changed, and I found myself crying. I just began to cry, and it wasn't out of fear. It was just this global sadness that I felt, thinking about how so many people's lives have been impacted in such a short period of time. And in the workplace, I know that everyone is scrambling to make sure that we stay ahead of the needs of our teams and our leaders And ultimately I know that we also want to emerge from this crisis stronger and more united in our common goals. I think that what leaders and all of us frankly have to recognize right now is that we are going through a deeply human experience. And we can thrive and we can help our team members thrive if we truly recognize the humanity in all of this. Working virtually can lend itself to being disconnected, the exact opposite of our first human workplace need to feel connection. It can also result in distancing ourselves emotionally, more communication breakdowns, or even decreased productivity. But it doesn't have to. What I have experienced in coaching leaders over the last two decades is coaching people remotely can be just as intimate just as vulnerable and just as meaningful as when we're having in-person coaching sessions. And I know the same is true for leadership. In many ways, there may even be more connection when we're remote, as the veil of the corporate office and the status and the positional power that comes with executive leadership titles, all of that goes away, even if just briefly, when we see another's kid suddenly appear in the background of a Zoom meeting or hear a dog barking off in the distance all while trying to homeschool our kids. There's something so vitally human about that. And as I'm recording this episode, my three-year-old is in the kitchen right now watching a video of Miss Amy, his preschool teacher. Yesterday, she read him a book about a pigeon who wants to drive a truck. And my six-year-old is on a Zoom call with Miss Lawrence, his incredible kindergarten teacher. So I say, let's embrace the humanity of this experience because we're all in it together. Let's sit with the emotions. Let's support each other as people. Let's allow the vulnerability and the intimacy that is in front of us to shine through. Because when we do that, we will build deeper connections. We will build deeper relationships and we will build businesses that will not only survive, but will thrive. So to support you with that, I'm going to share some strategies today based on our human workplace needs model. It's a model we built long before this crisis, and it's a model that enables a deeper level of humanity to shine through to your people and to your organization. And by the way, you can download our Leading with Deep Humanity kit. It's a simple one-page tool that summarizes a lot of the strategies that we're going to talk about today. It's free just go out to our episode page on our website at www.512solutions.com. Okay, let's get started on some of these strategies right now. So these strategies, as I mentioned, are based on our human workplace needs model. And the model moves through six different levels of needs that we all have as human beings in the workplace. Connection, Certainty, contributions, clarity, these are core needs that are fundamental to everybody. And then there are two needs, we call them the needs of fulfillment because when these last two needs are met, people are more engaged, they're more motivated, they're more fulfilled in their workplace, their challenge and the need for community. So connection with people, certainty as a result of safety, contributions are valued, clarity of the what and how, and then the last two needs of fulfillment, challenge and growth, and community impact so let's take a look at each of these needs that we all have as people and think about how we can provide a deeper more human experience for our people our culture our organization all right so the first need is connection with people what is it connection with people is really a sense of belonging we all have this we all want to have fulfilling and meaningful relationships with our managers and with our colleagues. At the end of the day, we wanna know that we belong, that we ultimately feel loved. It's one of our deepest needs as human beings. So strategies for connecting with your people. How do you do this? Number one, spend more time with your people than usual. I was just coaching an executive yesterday and the entire organization is working virtually. So what does that mean? Get on the phone with people every day. Give them a call without an agenda just connect with them personally make sure that you're conducting your regular one-on-ones on a consistent basis you might even have to increase the frequency if your organization is working virtually right now and how do we build connection with people we communicate with transparency to the fullest extent possible share what you know share what you don't know and make sure that you communicate in a timely fashion and with openness and honesty. People, you don't have to be perfect here. In fact, the buttoned up approach is the exact opposite, right? Be human, be authentic, be real, show emotion, be intimate with people and vulnerable with people. And when you do that, it will build trust and it will build connection with your people. Pitfall to avoid, at the end of the day, don't let people feel isolated. Make sure that people are connected and they're connecting with each other. So that's the first human workplace need, connection with people. Again, it's the need that people have to feel like they belong, that they feel loved, and that they've got meaningful relationships with people around them. The second human workplace need is what we call certainty. And Certainty comes as a result of safety. There are two types of safety in the workplace. Number one, there's physical safety. So, For many of our clients, they're running operations like a manufacturing facility or a research lab or a mining operation. There's an element of physical safety that's critically important to those operations to run successfully. There's also psychological safety. And psychological safety is ultimately an environment of trust that allows people to communicate and express their ideas without fear of punishment or humiliation. Both of these are important in any environment. And at the end of the day, when people feel safe, they're much more likely to be creative, to take some risk, to share their ideas when their ideas might be counter to what the group is thinking. Physical safety, psychological safety are foundational for you to create an environment where people want to work, where they're gonna show up with their best ideas how do you do this? What are some strategies for creating certainty in the workplace? Well, number one, tell people what you're doing to keep them physically safe. So if you're working in an environment today where people actually have to go to work because you're in a manufacturing facility or otherwise, let them know about your new protocols for cleaning. Let them know how to wash their hands appropriately. Uh, Let them know about all the things that you're doing to ensure the environment is safe from social distancing to taking people's temperature, all of those types of things. People want to know that you've got their health and safety in mind. So tell them about that. Use fact-based responses. Don't make stuff up. Don't ruminate. Don't use hyperbole in in your communication. Just provide fact-based responses to questions that people might have and give people a chance to express their voice. Give them an opportunity to be heard. They'll find that psychological safety if you're just there, if you're just there to listen to them. And stay calm. Help your team members feel a sense of control in how they show up every day. So certainty, again, it's about physical safety, letting people know what you're doing to keep the environment physically safe. It's also about psychological safety. And Google talks a lot about this in their research. In fact, they identify psychological safety as the number one trait on teams that are highly effective. Pitfalls to avoid undercommunicating during any crisis or during any situation. So people wanna feel safe physically and psychologically. And when you combine that with connection, again, they're much more likely to come up with some great ideas on how your business can not only survive, but thrive in this environment. Number three, contributions are valued. This is the third level of our human workplace needs model. And at the end of the day, people just wanna know that they feel valued. They wanna know that their voice is heard. They wanna ultimately know that they matter. As people leave that physical workplace, whether it's for real or metaphorically, they're driving out of the parking lot in their workplace and they're on their way home to spend time with other people in their lives, maybe their family or their loved ones. They're thinking about what happened during the day. And when they're sitting around the dinner table at night, they're probably talking about their manager. I know my father did growing up. And what are they talking about? Ultimately, they're talking about whether they felt like they mattered, whether they were heard, whether they were valued. By the way, we coach leaders at every level, from frontline employees to CEOs in top organizations. Every person has this human need. People want to know that they're valued. So, how do you do that? Just make sure you give people some space to feel heard. Put in place a plan to intentionally recognize people. And in the world that we're living in today with the crisis around the coronavirus, there are new behaviors that we expect from people. So take the time to recognize people when they're acting in alignment with those values, those priorities, and those behaviors. And pitfall to avoid is really around not demonstrating successes. We've got to engineer successes in any given situation, but I think especially today we have to take the time to make sure we're engineering some successes so that people are being recognized when they're doing things that are, again, in alignment with our values, our priorities, and new ways of behaving. The fourth element of our human workplace needs model is what we call clarity of the what and the how. So ultimately, this is really about helping people understand how to be successful. They walk away knowing that they have clarity about their roles and goals. They also have clarity about behavioral expectations. So the roles and goals, that's really the what, and the behavioral expectations, the norms, that's all about how, how we operate, what's expected in our culture. And there are some new hows that are expected in our virtual environment that many of us might be working in. All right, so some strategies for creating some clarity around the what and the how. Number one, relentlessly keep people updated and provide context of what's happening. Tell people objectively what you know and what you don't know. Keep people focused on production and factory goals. Like give them that higher-level purpose. We all still have businesses to run. Help them stay focused, less distracted by continuing to focus on the goals that are important to the business and ultimately reinforce organizational values, right? Values are things that are easy to look over when times are good, but values can really be a foundation for how we operate when decisions are difficult to make or when times are difficult when things are not so clear. So lean in on those organizational values You might even need to create some new norms on your team on how things are going to be done or how things need to get done in today's current environment. Pitfalls to avoid. We're going back to communication again, folks. Lack of clear and ongoing communication. Communicating something once, especially when things are changing or twice or three times, it's not enough. We have to think through our communication strategy and use all of the channels that are available to us. The fifth level of our human workplace needs model, this is the first of two needs that are really about fulfillment. So connection, certainty, contributions, and clarity, those are what we call the four core human workplace needs. Everyone has it. And once those are fulfilled, we can really get into the needs of fulfillment. And this first one is and growth. And ultimately people are either growing or they're dying And they want to know, in my environment, am I growing? Am I evolving as a human being? Are things allowing me to become more of who I am? And the opportunity here is to provide challenging work that allows people to grow, that allows them to develop, and that allows them to evolve as human beings. So some strategies for challenging growth? Offer people stretch assignments. There might be new opportunities that are arising in the midst of this current environment, in the midst of the challenges that we are facing. And then, number two, double down on your coaching. Make sure you're taking the time for people to learn and to grow. I know that in many cases, we are in survival mode or reactionary mode. And one of the first things that can go by the wayside are those regular one on ones and the coaching with our people double down on those. This is the time to increase the frequency of your coaching opportunities with your people. So pitfalls to avoid really two. Number one, overly stretching people so that they get into a space of overwhelm. We don't want to do that. And number two, making goals too easy that can result in boredom. What we want to find is that nice medium level of flow that happens somewhere in between overwhelm and boredom. All right. And our final Human workplace need is community impact. And ultimately, this is about making a contribution beyond ourselves to our team, to our community, and to our world. And most people feel fulfilled. They feel best about themselves and their work environment and their organization when they know that they're making a difference. So my question for you right now is, how can you use our current situation to help people move beyond themselves, to have a bigger purpose, to rally people to something bigger than the work that they're doing. Maybe it's around getting through this together. Maybe it's around something that we can do for our community. Maybe it's knowing that the services and products that we are producing and creating are having a bigger impact in our world. We have to tap into that, folks. People need to know that they're making a difference and they need to know that there's something bigger out there than just themselves. So some strategies, rally people around a common cause. Find a common cause. It could be internal, it could be external. And then share some stories about the importance of the work that we're doing and the need to keep your production levels up, the need to keep your goals front and center, the need to make a difference in this world. Pitfalls to avoid not using your current platform to do what you've always dreamed of doing. I often sit in executive coaching conversations with leaders and I find that people make statements like, you know, when I'm done with this job, I'm going to go and do something else that has more meaning. Maybe it's being a teacher or a professor or being in healthcare or, and the question for me is always, well, what is it that you love about that other role? And when you can figure out what that is, you can take that love and you can do it in your current role in using your current platform. Most of the time it's about making a contribution that's bigger than ourselves. So find ways to do that now in your current environment. So those are some tips to lead with deep humanity, connection with people, find ways to create certainty as a result of safety. Know that people really want their contributions to be valued. Add clarity of the what and the how, keep people focused on those goals find opportunities to challenge people, to grow and to evolve as human beings, and then finally find ways to make an impact to our community. Connection, certainty, contributions, clarity, challenging community, those are the six C's of the human workplace needs model. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. Again, I know that this is a time where we are all being stretched. We can feel alone, we can feel isolated, We can feel a deep level of sadness. But if we can tap into the deep humanity, the deep humanity that we're all going through, the intimacy, the vulnerability, the connection, we're gonna get through this, folks. We're gonna get through this together. You can find our Leading with Deep Humanity tool on our website at www.512solutions.com. Go out to our podcast page. The download is free. We're just trying to get some tools out there to help this world, help our community, to help these leaders and our clients get through this crisis. Let's do it together. I'm Sal Sylvester. I'm out. Talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Sal Sylvester on the Future of Leadership podcast. You can get session notes on our website at 512solutions.com. That's the numbers 512solutions.com. Please follow and like the podcast on iTunes or wherever you're tuning in. And if you want to learn more about how we can help transform your people into confident and action-oriented leaders, please check out our website at 512solutions.com. I look forward to continuing the conversation about the future of leadership. I'm out.